catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Every year, the Friday just before Easter is celebrated as Good Friday, which is one of the major festivals of the Christian religion. Christians across the globe celebrate Good Friday with a pious heart and remember Jesus. In the year 2023, Good Friday 2023 is being celebrated all across the globe on 7th April 2023. Though the occasion is called Good Friday, it's really important to know what good thing happened and why Good Friday is being celebrated. People should be aware that Good Friday is not an occasion of happiness, but it's a day of sorrow for every Christian. Good Friday is celebrated to remember the execution, the death of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was executed on Good Friday, on Friday, and Jesus made a sacrifice to protect humanity and give a lesson in selfless service and selfless living. That's how we start our day. That's how we start the show today. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm Tony. So I'm here every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday streaming live on Africa's premier technology focused radio, Africa Tech Radio. We learn a tech word. We dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting Africa to keep you informed. WhatsApp or text or send a voice note on 0913-558-1766 at plus 234. If you're texting from outside Nigeria, slide into our DMs. The floors are very slippery at ATEC Radio on Instagram, at Africa Tech Radio on Twitter and on Facebook. Share with us what you think generally a lesson in selfless living and selfless service is the lesson we're learning today when i return shortly just in about a bit well there are lots of things to learn from history today including that of the selfless service of jesus which a lot of christians around the globe will be celebrating or are celebrating on 7th of april which is good friday just the friday before easter But then there's also a tech word and there are lots of stories also making the rounds. Today in history, digging deep into the history, right, of the world generally and tech specifically to find things that would inspire us, uh, things that we can learn about here. We're starting with 1948 when the World Health Organization was established 7th of April. The WHO, as it's known or called is a United Nations agency concerned with fighting diseases and epidemics worldwide, building up national health services and improving health education in about 194 member states. Today it was formed, and because it was formed today in 1948, this day is known as health, like the day dedicated to talk about health or the day dedicated to celebrate the yeah, World Health Day. So on 7th April each year, the World Health Organization celebrates World Health Day. And this day commemorates the formation of WHO in 1945. And then the constitution came into effect on this same day in 1948, right? So from that 1948, it's been known as World Health Day. It focuses usually on different things. In 2009, the theme was emergency health care and the safety and ability of health workers who treat emergency patients and on and on 
and on right i'll be talking more about that and when i return after this but let's look uh, deeper into the history on what today offers today in 1827 the first friction match is sold english chemist john walker produced and sold the first operable matches Yes, they were banned soon after in France and in Germany because burning fragments would sometimes fall to the floor and start fires. And then in 1969, yes, the internet is born. The Advanced Research Projects Agency, ARPA, awarded a contract to build a precursor of today's World Wide Web to BBN Technologies. The date is widely considered as the internet's symbolic birthday. Now, Steve Crocker, a graduate student at UCLA and part of the team developing the Apronet, writes the first request for comments. The Apronet is a research project of the Department of Defense's Advanced Research Projects Agency. That's the APA. Um, and it was the foundation of today's modern internet. The RFC1 defined the design of the host software for communications between ARPANET nodes. And this host software will be run on interface message processors or IMPs, which were the precursors to internet routers as we have them today. The host software defined in RFC1 would later be known as the Network Control Protocol or NCP, which itself was a forerunner to the modern TCP IP protocol that the internet runs on today. So a lot of jargon today, but long story short, the initial design of the ARPANET was not well defined, right? But usually, you know, everyone just, you know, says that, yes, today is the day. Henry Ford died on this day in 1947 on P.T. Barnum. Yes. Oh, this, ladies and gentlemen, you know, then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've waited for. Yeah, that, that particular movie that has this soundtrack. Exactly. P.T. Barnum, American businessman, um, founded Ringling Bro Barnum and Bailey Circus. He died in 1891 on this day. And Billie Holiday, American singer, songwriter, actress, um, was born this day in 1915 and something that's really important also today would be yes the last one the sacred oratorio um, the oldest extant passion by the german composer johann sebastian Bach's saint john passion is premiered on this day now this is a highly popular work and it's the dramatization of the final days of jesus christ according to the gospel of john Today was premiered 1724 and today it's really important because today is also the day Christians are celebrating Good Friday, right? Today, yes, Christians are celebrating Good Friday and for it to be launched on this day or premiered on this day just speaks to... After this, right, we've had a lot of Good Friday plays, a lot of Good Friday works that have been premiered to the whole world and shown to the whole world. But, you know, this is like really one of the very highly popular ones. And it's speaking to, you know, today and what we can learn from all of these things today from the persons, from the people and all the efforts that have been put into, you know, whatever has been done on this day or marked on this day. No pain, no thorns, no throne, no glory, no cross, no crown, no pain, no gain, no thorns, no throne, no, no cross, no crown. So let's all put in the efforts, let's all put in the works in just about a minute. In a bit, I'll be back with juicy stories and then we'll learn a tech word and then that will really be it. Our tech word for today is crop. Yes, C-R-O-P. I don't mean the... <laughs> 
thing that you plant or the crop as in agricultural no i mean in computer graphics to cut off the sides of an image to make it a proper size or the proper size or to remove unwanted parts of an image means to crop so that's our word today so crop that picture crop that you know crop they will tell you the parts they want you to crop out and the ones they want you to leave in it most graphics applications allow you to crop images with a clip feature also most picture viewing applications like where when you click on a picture when it opens up you know like to fill the screen you would almost always find that particular option to crop that picture yes that's what it is when you see crop you find like a square with the four sides darker than the other side that's you can actually move those angles the four angles right left top bottom you can move them and decide what part of that picture you want to remain and save and share that's our word for today moving straight into the stories making the rounds today we're starting with the international renewable energy agency saying that africa accounted for only one percent of additional renewable energy investment in 2022 this low investment rate is affecting capacity especially in power generation and distribution to unserved areas now there are a lot of factors that the international renewable energy agency outlined that emerging economies should have in order to attract much needed renewable energy investments and my thoughts about this are first the monies that we're putting into other things isn't it possible for us to think of this I'll just leave that thought with you. Climate change is a beast. Climate change is ravaging the whole world. Nobody's been left behind. So if we can put our efforts financially and non-financially into ensuring that we combat this everywhere on the earth, everywhere on the globe, then we should. Because if we don't, the air doesn't have borders. Yes, the ocean, no borders, yeah? exactly when a storm sweeps it doesn't stop at lagos oh no when the drought happens and those insects no i mean not insects. like when a drought happens or when you know locust visits it doesn't say oh this is village one or village two no anywhere that is green turns dead exactly so if we keep playing politics with this if we keep you know, rationing what we're doing along border lines, ethnic groups and things like that. When the flood comes, every ethnic group will be affected. Every nationality will be affected. There won't be anything like, oh, Africa, MENA, Europe. No, nothing like that. Everybody will be affected. Now, South Africa is holding internal discussions on how to approach the regulation of the viral chatbot chat gpt and other artificial intelligence ai technologies to ensure that they don't violate data privacy laws advocate pansy lakula the chairperson of the information regulator in south africa at a media briefing in their office in swane highlighted the importance of developing a framework that will govern emerging Web3 technologies, that's Web3.0 technologies, such as Microsoft-backed OpenAI's ChatGPT, which has set social media bars with discussions around the opportunities and dangers 
of this innovation. Now, while such innovations, you know, and technologies as ChatGPT, and ChatGPT is just the most popular celebrity, there are dozens of others. While they're expected to unlock infinite business opportunities across the sector, you know, gaining in-depth understanding of the data privacy implications is a really important first step, you know, that we all should take. Guidelines, frameworks for uncharted like it's really important we talk about these things yesterday i was i hosted an event an audio a linkedin live audio event and data privacy was the was what we're talking about too but we're talking about this from the angle of digital identities and the ambitious plans of african governments to adopt digital identities digital ids across the continent but this Earlier this week, I also saw something that had to do with the intellectual property laws that are attached to AI and AI technologies. And this is a discussion that needs to happen. Last week, Italy banned ChatGPT, saying that it unlawfully collects personal data, thereby breaching the country's data privacy rules. There are growing concerns over the potential risks and other of you know, ChatGPT and other AI-based technologies, you know, infringement of user rights, copyright protection, like I just mentioned, and manipulation. Organizations, companies, groups, governments, like we've seen the SE regulator trying to do, we're all looking at you know AI technologies. And it's important. Note, we're not looking at this because we want to stop it but to ensure that there is a responsible development and use of AI technologies. Moving swiftly to Twitter. Yes, Twitter has had a lot of confusion recently. We started out this year with the $8. Yes, the $8 for verified accounts, right? Twitter blue. And everyone said, oh, no, there's, don't worry. Nothing is going to happen. It's just going to go, you know, down the drain again. And, you know, Elon promised that that wasn't going to happen. And then he said, you know what? $8, if you don't sign up for this, you lose your blue check mark. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, you know, go, go, go to, you know, what, do whatever you want to do. Do your worst. And I think it was just a few accounts that got affected, including the New York Times they removed their blue check mark because someone had to like report them amable exactly but then all others across board didn't get taken off april fool i must say mm-hmm. but i think it's getting a little bit harder and times are crunchier for elon musk and for twitter and right now there is a new label for accounts with a blue check mark now, you will not find any distinction whatsoever between those who paid for the monthly subscription thing and the accounts that were verified before Elon Musk took over. We expected that the legacy check marks, the blue tick, would be removed, you know, either on 1st of April or the weekend after that, right? But so far, so good. They have all remained. And with the new notification or label, when you click on the that blue verified mark, if you click on it now, you'd see that. Let me just read exactly what is it, what it is when you actually click on one of these um, verified. It's tell you that this account is either paying for the Twitter blue tick or that it's this account is verified because it's subscribed to twitter blue or is a legacy verified account and people are saying guy 
can't you find a way to tell us that this actually this account actually paid or this account you know verified it's like this is it and for now two things first people are saying oh the way that twitter actually does this verification thing they cannot automate it it's not automated right and if it's not automated you cannot automatically just remove or add like it someone said it's like a spreadsheet thing and they just add names to it and you just get it so for you to remove that you have to like remove them from that sheet and implement and all of that and crazy that such a behemoth as twitter you don't have like that automated it's totally crazy i don't know why i don't know if it's really true it's alleged but the come on the blue tick check marks should be automated and if it's not automated how do we actually tell that people aren't just buying this thing and using it to like you know push whatever they are saying to the top of you know our heads and our ears right how are we sure that these people are actually people we can trust, right? Because they just they just paid for it. They just paid for it, yeah? So I think it's really important that Twitter finds a way to be able to distinguish the legacy blue tick, those that have the legacy blue tick, and those who actually just subscribe and pay for it. Now, talking about things being much more difficult for people, British billionaire Sir Richard Branson's rocket company version of Orbit has filed for bankruptcy in the United States after failing to secure new investments. Now, the company halted operations weeks ago, but it's hoping that it finds a buyer for the business. Sometime last week, they caught 85% of their 750-strong workforce, and earlier this year, a Virgin Orbit rocket failed to complete its first-ever satellite launch from the United Kingdom soil. And though the boss has said that, you know, they're taking great efforts to address the finances and secure more funding, they ultimately must do what is best for the business, which is file for bankruptcy in the United States after they failed to secure new investment. Version of it was launched in 2017 and it's a sign off from Sir Richard Branson's space tourism company, Virgin Galactic. And since it's a good Friday, which is supposed to end sadly, that's how we end. Yeah, very sadly on that note. Thank you very much. 20s Tech Side every weekday, 9 a.m. GMT plus 1, 9 a.m. West African time. Thank you very much again. This is 20s Tech Side. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.